0: We're ready now. Let's.
1: Yeah, well, let me just do one more tongue tw- tongue twister, please.
0: Yep. Squealium helium exfoliate Squealium helium exfoliate.
1: Mm, feel the Chairman Mao. Chairman, Chairman Ma-
0: Mao. Chairman, Chairman
1: Mao's house. Mao's <laughs> house. Chairman Mao's Audi ow-
2: house. <laughs> You get out of Chairman Mao's Audi House.
0: <laughs> but how do I get out of Chairman Mao's Audi House? <laughs> I don't know what part of my mouth that's supposed to stretch, but I'm feeling it.
3: I'm feeling it.
2: it used to be four ordinary teens. Bears who help them fight well, hey there, little childrens. Thanks for coming back to Saturday Morning Tuesdays, the animated podcast about real cartoons. I'm your host, Rory. I'm, I'm Andy. Okay, for God's oh, look, sake. Look who fucked up the order after, after all of our meticulous crafting <laughs> of... <laughs> These yeah, two it, can't even they can't even not step on their own their own lines. I'd like Please. to be clear. It was it was me next. It's it Austin Rory Andy Austin Rory Andy. It's a very established circle.
1: I mean, I'm sorry we've been living in a lawless hell society <laughs> where we just don't No, adhere that's not to the, the rules. theme.
2: No, no, no. You don't get No, I have the theme. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well I'm Andy. And I'm this is Austin. Art. This is our sweet episode. This is the episode where we're all wearing sailor uniforms and licking our lollipops. Ooh. Andy and Austin have a double lollipop where they both get to kiss in the middle. Yeah, it's a very special shape. We you had can't... to
1: track down somebody to make it for us. <laughs> they did not want to do that.
2: <laughs> no, We had to do diagrams and they didn't want to look at those. Uh, and then we have uh, we have another another sweet child with us.
0: That's we're me. I'm Allison.
3: Allison Lures.
0: And I'm patient. Yeah. I waited my turn. I didn't just talk <laughs> over people like half no. of this podcast just did.
2: Look, we're the overtalk podcast.
1: You know, so. this is really harsh in my harsh in my buzz. My lollipop. Another lick.
2: <laughs> another lick
0: to calm me down.
1: I'm going to start crying. I'm going to start being a real pouting Thomas.
0: Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, you—you you, you tuck that frown away, Mister. Don't—don't don't just give us guff.
2: Baby okay. needs his juice box.
0: This is a—this is a weird theme, guys. It's like—it's like—I it's like, I feel like I need to speak the truth here. This is,
2: at the same time, is it's children. Kind of like- is children—the theme. Strange 50s boys, <laughs> but it's also just three
0: sweeties. It's just like charming, imaginary boys in their sweets. That's the theme. <laughs> this is what Rory
2: comes up with when left to his own devices. uh See, we also, this
1: is why I needed to jump in, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> it really it's, steer a the good, ship.
0: it's a good theme. I don't want to shoot down the theme of um weird 50s boys with their sweets. <laughs> it's there's a lot of depth here that can be plumbed i want
2: to bring up the fact that we also have a competing theme uh which is that it all seems like a real fun romp you know with these boys in their sailor suits but then every now and again there's a real like melodrama thunderclap from you know just taiwan weather because it's really stormy over there isn't it rory that's my impression from the weather outside, yeah. <laughs> but I don't
3: uh, go outside, so I wouldn't
2: know. I live, in, I live in a matchbox on top of an apartment building, so uh, <laughs> prepare prepare for to be exposed to many of the elements. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, listeners, if you do hear weird thunder, that's just the Taiwanese storms.
2: Yeah. It's just, and not... Mm-hmm.
1: Not, it's not where you the are, great probably. Pacific thunderstorm,
0: unless it is where you are listening, listeners. Right, it may be doing things out there because the weather changes all the time. Yeah, in
2: which it's case, maybe you ought to learn that some sounds don't just come from your headphones, they come from nature. Amazing, wow, you wow.
1: know, learning so much. I'm such a young, precocious boy, and I'm learning so <laughs> much.
2: <laughs> uh, well, the three of us should probably, or the four of us, I guess, Allison, you're not a boy, you're um, a sweet. You're little girl i
0: I was going to ask i don't want to be the mom you don't have no no
2: no i think i think we can pull from old candy boy canon and say that you know (laughs) we're all boys in the candy land okay i
0: want to be a candy boy too
2: yeah boys doesn't it it doesn't really mean anything yeah it's become a word that has no meaning we're just little we're just little sweet boys
0: you know i i think i i I will self-identify as a sweet boy (laughs)
2: <laughs> great even if just for this evening but can uh, i ha- but instead of like a arms. lollipop
0: can i have like bright orange like popcorn with cheese on, like like cheese corn oh, ooh. Yeah.
2: oh yeah and you've got and it all with cheesy bingies yes yeah. yes cheese bingies and you're rubbing you rub yes. them on and your you're rubbing
1: them on the wall <laughs> yeah.
0: no, you wipe them on the wall <laughs> but like precociously yes
2: <laughs> yeah
1: but yeah, like, like also a weird kind of assholey like
0: it's a little bit of
3: both
2: well, I think, I think that the four of us, with no adults around, realize that possibly it's dangerous if we go alone. So we all hold hands, maybe a little reticently, with cheese fingers over there. Yes. We walk <laughs> off straight to Sailor Moon Town.
3: Yay!
2: All yeah, right, so guys we're we're pulling in our we're pulling our, our, our sweets train, our Candyland train in to uh to Sailor Moon station. Mm-hmm. Uh where we get it we get we get to doth our, our uh well that's technically that's take off, isn't it? Is it or am I crazy? Doth I mean Is that who the opposite of really
1: means. Well,
2: Anyway, we're putting on Sailor Dawn? uniforms. Dawn. <laughs> Don I know what Don is. I was think I was just trying to get creative. I was trying to get florid with my language and it backfired. You were very creative, gonna,
0: Rory. You did a great job. i'm
2: just gonna find a lolly to suckle and be quiet. Oh my god. But first, but first, I'll I'll tell you guys the summary to Sailor Moon, is Serena learns that a transfer student named Greg (laughs) seems to have a crush on Amy and tries to help him out. Uh, But Greg, who secretly possesses the ability to foresee the future, finds that he is destined to fight Amy as a monster. Knowing that he cannot escape his fate, Greg asks Amy to kill him when the time comes. You know, Taiwan, it really would have been cool if you did a thundercrap right after Thundercrap. Thundercrap?
1: Thundercrap.
2: Right? <laughs> thunder. Thunder! <laughs> a-
1: thundercrap! Thunder. T- thunder. thunder you, you wanna do a clean take of that joke, Andy? <laughs> no, I think it was I think it was good. As it was is. perfect. Uh, yeah. Well, good. Yeah. No, this was a this was a good one.
2: Yeah, it Pretty
1: was. Good. So we start with um. With our nega force, and they clarify, I feel like a different type of uh, standard that they needed the moon crystals for. Maybe I just feel like we've been getting a different, like, power that they achieve every time. Yeah. They say that they need seven moon crystals to activate the moon crystal, and or the seven rainbow crystals to activate the moon crystal and release the nega force. I feel like
0: I, that's all vel- not- very clear to me. Yeah, yeah like, plus if they yeah. need all
2: seven, they've already fucked that one up because cause Tuxedo Mask is, has one. Yeah, he's squirreling them squirreling him away. I don't know what the hell he's doing. He, I don't know what he wants them for. It's very confusing.
1: <laughs> right. And before, they just they were looking for the moon crystal, and now they've given up searching for the moon crystal and just getting some stuff. All right. Well, that's fine. Whatever. We, <laughs> we get an Amy episode.
2: Which we were yeah. we were a long time in need of getting yeah, a little 100%. more character out of Amy.
3: Yeah,
2: uh, and she meets a real like dream boy this episode, uh, who's super cute, uh, but in like a in like a normal guy way, in like a yeah, Canadian is, way. He doesn't appear thirty like the other like <laughs> male.
3: Male, yeah. Uh, and also, the he's show.
0: on her level as far as like intelligence and like being yeah. kind of uh, a little bit more introverted. They they seem mm-hmm. like they're set up to be a very good pair.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And that was, yeah, that was exactly what I've been looking for from Amy for a little while. Yeah. Just to really kind of got the narrative short end of the stick for the last like 20 episodes. <laughs> yeah. Something like
2: that. And, uh, you know, I don't want to paint him like he's super normal. We already learned in the summary, he can see the future. He's Wizard Greg. He's, he's you know, magic, little magic boy. Uh, and he uses it to cheat. So he's also not like,
3: <laughs> right?
2: you know, morally pure uh, all, uh-huh. uh, all the time. But he's nice.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, he's like, learning. Look,
2: I mean, what would you do if you were a psychic? He's not, he's not melvining around. He's just doing better on tests. I feel like that's a pretty acceptable use of his... Yeah, you he's know. not Game Machine Magic Joe powers. just stealing stuffed <laughs> stealing animals toys, from the yeah. arcade.
0: Right. <laughs> Plus, he has a crush on the girl who he knows will eventually have to destroy him, which is kind of beautiful. Yeah, yeah very dark. Yeah. Um. A question I had at the very top of this episode, as soon as you meet Greg, is um, how does anyone trust anyone who moved to this town two weeks ago? <laughs> this is a running theme that we just meet people who just moved here. And like, how does anyone trust fucking anybody else?
2: Yeah. To be fair, every once in a while, they're a sailor scout. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But
0: but
1: that's
2: not that's not that's great. Like odds.
1: One out of six. Yeah. <laughs> Either you're going to be a demon or you're going to be. A beautiful
2: warrior of light. (laughs) I
1: guess isn't that the truth
0: in everything?
2: Yeah, kind of of a giveaway if it's a dude, though, right?
0: Yeah, Yeah, maybe (laughs) unless they're a hunk, a dark
2: and mysterious hunk.
0: That's true. They (laughs) might be hunks.
2: but I mean, you know, there aren't any sailor scouts that are boys, so that we uh, know of. That we know of. That
1: you know of. You're you're right. You're so right. And I feel like there was an episode where Serena even called attention to that. We're like, do we even know if it's like, mm-hmm. are you are you a sailor scout? Like they asked a uh, tuxedo mask, I think.
2: Oh, uh, right. Uh, so so what's the what's the kind of big plot here in the episode? Right. So we've got uh, the the boy, Greg, who knows that he's going to turn too. into a monster. Yeah, well, we open up on him. He's she's chasing down Amy on her way to school. She's got her nose in a book, like the friggin' nerd she is, like a big nerd. <laughs> and she's walking by this construction site, and we see these these dudes kind of uh, jackhammering away without a care in the world for their surroundings. Like you do. Like you do. And uh, I guess the implication is that he saves her from that girder falling. Yes from yeah, stopping to talk to her it looks yeah. like she could have just kept walking because they talked for a while before that girder falls but you know <laughs> uh they played it safe right? yeah presumably she was gonna die and uh and so he just sort of poof disappears after that and she's like what's going on with that boy and then he ranks above her in the test which by the way that's a, a very Japanese thing that I've never quite agreed with where they publicly post everyone's test scores in front of everyone
0: it's in the school. It's pretty intense, yeah.
2: What is less
1: Japanese is they mentioned that he won the state exam. <laughs> <laughs> True. But I don't know what state they're in. I mean, I don't...
0: You know, <laughs> the know United it. States of Japan. That's, that's a thing.
1: They just yeah. translated prefecture. I don't right. really know... <laughs>
2: uh but she uh she's not like like i guess in any other anime maybe that she would have been like oh i can't believe someone got better score than me but she's all she's just kind of like nope he did better and i made a i made a mistake she's so cool i love amy
3: we
1: do also get a great line from jupiter though that i don't want to pass over where she suggests to serena that they try something radical and spend more time studying
3: and then they (laughs) laugh
2: Sarita, yeah, they have a good laugh at that. But that, isn't that when we hear Sarita's trying out her new her new catchphrase? Which I'm one, Audi? If nobody else. If, if nobody else wrote down, I'm outy that she yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought I
1: was going nuts. It was no. like, is everybody just started saying, I'm outy Or
3: is that?
2: I'm outy I'm outy <laughs> I love oh, it. Oh, it's good. I think she says it at least three times. <laughs> uh, but... Greg sort of passes by and Amy's like, and look, there he is now. Hi, Greg. And he's like, rah, rah, throws up on himself and runs away. Um, And Serena essentially takes it on herself to be the matchmaker here because she's, you know, super nosy. She's love incarnate. <laughs> she's a boy expert.
0: She is. Yeah. That's what she, that's what she is, though. Like her whole thing is romantic connections between people and like huh. love. That's her whole bag.
3: Yeah. Also, so cool I, although
0: I do love Serena, but uh, giving pictures of your friends without telling your friends first is weird. <laughs> oh, my That's God. Super weird.
1: Hamburger picture. You
0: shouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> it,
2: it's such a good picture. Oh, I guess I missed that she gave him the hamburger picture. I knew he had it later. Yeah, that yeah. was her. Um, yeah. yeah. They, they meet up at the uh, like a diner or something. And Serena's like, hey, you got a crush oh, on yeah. my friend. Also, AMC. here's a really cute picture of her.
1: <laughs> it's like a spy picture of her eating hands you're like off guard <laughs> yeah it's a great and photo it, it is and it kind of softens the creepy aspect yeah. of greg where it's like serena is just as culpable in this if oh, not yeah. more
0: oh yeah no she's the one who set it all up like that's the,
1: because that's what she does right uh-huh. i just love the the character that comes from serena having a picture a candid picture of amy (laughs) eating a hamburger
2: just on her
1: she's ready she's ready yeah that she clearly amy did not want the photo taken right it's great um also is ray dating darian i was going to
0: ask because i don't i don't remember that
2: yeah because there's an episode a few episodes ago they showed up to the that jewelers gala together didn't they oh my
1: god yeah or, they've or done, some, done several some other things thing. together they also yeah. went to the
2: doll expo together uh, that's what i'm thinking it, of it, it wasn't the kind of thing. felt until this scene um similar to uh serena and andrew like clearly she's got a crush oh, yeah. but she hadn't been so like physically affectionate before i don't think mm. yeah she's hanging off of darian uh, ray you know and that's is.
0: not right ah, you know your heart
2: <laughs> yeah no <laughs> shit And he is completely not there with her. His brain is thinking about other stuff. And actually, in his little like lost in thought moment, I think we hear a a variation on these words that we have yet to hear so far, uh, where he calls it the Empyrean Silver Moon Crystal. Oh, yes. Where we've heard Imperium Silver Crystal and the Imperium Moon Crystal and the Silver Moon Crystal. And like, I don't fucking know if anyone knows what this thing is called. Right. But I think I think we've heard both Imperium mm. and Imperi now.
0: Its true name has been lost to time.
2: Oh, sh- <laughs> get uh, out! These of early devs <laughs> have just absolutely no quality control. There's nobody who knows what the script should say in the recording booth. Yeah. Um, right. Those poor, you hear those about poor Canadians 17, who
3: recorded those. You hear yeah. about
2: seventeen different pronunciations of anything Japanese. You know.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> right. They adapt it like for the episode. They don't,
1: there's not really anybody going back and looking at the consistency of the canon we saw that with digimon too right.
2: yeah
1: and like like yeah who cares we're just doing it like per
2: episode <laughs> yeah and even then they, babies. They they're babies they're gonna be too full of sweets consistent. to notice
0: uh, bringing it back <laughs> yeah. bringing it back oh boy,
2: <laughs> oh boy.
1: i want to talk uh, about greg's voice actor a little bit
0: um i do too because he had the best delivery of the best lines
1: yes he was fine
0: impossibly anything fun
1: he's here's the here's the thing is that for most of his dialogue he's honestly a pretty competent voice actor oh yeah it's very Mm -hmm. clear it's not like super rough he's very canadian Mm -hmm. but yeah you know he just has like a good tone and very you know a clear good youthful voice sure and then when things have to get a little melodramatic when zoecite shows up for some reason he makes the weirdest choices i've ever seen (laughs)
2: I don't know yes, if he's it, walking. If he he's had walking a home after his meeting with with Serena, and and site uh, ambushes him, and he, and he knows all about her because he sees yeah the he future. already. And Zoysite is also trying out her fresh new catchphrase. Die!
3: Die! Zoe! Ah, ah! Zoe! Zoe! <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah that was another one i was like (laughs) has this been happening all along or are we just getting this right now i'm taking crazy pills
0: right zoe so all of the (laughs) quotes that i wrote down for uh greg are all in upper like uppercase letters Uh and repeating like various vowels over and over yes Uh, i know what i will become i think is my favorite
1: (laughs) yes and then will you will you join me like
0: Never. Oh, horrible future is my, is my other favorite.
2: Oh yeah. There's a, there's a, a part where uh he's been sort of uh the demon has sort of started coming out of him, but it hasn't been finished. And Ray is, or not Ray, Amy is taking care of him and he's like thrashing around having bad dreams. And he just mumbles like,
3: oh, a horrible future. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it's,
0: it's very really- relatable.
3: horrible future yeah
2: it feels like those moments where you accidentally read the stage directions right like was he really even supposed to say that or just like well, you yeah, know, to me, moan like you're seeing a horrible future
0: and then say horrible uh, future horrible, horrible future, future. <laughs> oh. pulling a
1: real Kevin Sorbo with that one
2: <laughs> <laughs> well I, I was so thinking it's probably God. a casualty of like you know they it, it, one of two things happens where they either have to do a line to, like, you know, fit some mouth movements yeah. when when there's supposed to be a reaction, so they're, they're like, mm-hmm. talking when it's sort of weird. Or the opposite, where, like, they have to scream in order to to kind of... They have to shout their whatever they're saying to make the mouth sort of stuff oh, yeah. fit. Yeah, when, the then, li- yeah. when the line wasn't particularly, like, emotionally impactful. Right. right.
1: Yeah, which is why we get some of that really abrupt vocal... Modulation, I
2: guess. Yeah, is one I'm sure. But it. it's a nice way.
0: Um, also, I, I want to I want to point out that um, the monster that Greg turned into was literally like a Swiss Army monster. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty
1: the cool. Bamboo. Bamboo, bamboo kid. Bamboo. Bamboo. The, bamboo. the Swiss Army crocodile centurion of some
0: kind. <laughs> <laughs> was, Naturally, like a like
1: a Pokemon, it can only say his name,
0: and the name just is wa- so bad.
1: <laughs> wanders around going Bumbu Bumbu Bamboo. 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 And then, In some loose theming, like an afterthought attempt to somehow tie him into the character. Because, again, he's like a Swiss Army knife crocodile centurion who has no connection to Greg, the future kid who can can do tests. Yeah, this is like a Game Machine Joe
2: and Game Machine Man scenario. This is totally divorced. Right.
1: Of course, we also had the other like a priest who turned into some sort of kickboxing crocodile or kickboxing (laughs) buzzard.
3: You're right. Uh,
1: <laughs> that was a weird one, too. Um, yeah, they started with tight theming, and then it just kind of went off the rails. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that one. But with but at some point, he starts launching. This guy starts launching. Sorry, I got to say the name. Bamboo yes. starts launching uh, uh, compasses and scissors. Yes.
3: <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, and it's like, like a, OK, we should tie this in somehow. to yeah. School supply.
0: Yeah.
2: But yeah, compass is not like find your way north, like draw a circle compass.
0: Right. Yeah. But, but, but Greg uh, slash Bamboo uh, attacks uh, attacks his master uh, yes. in, in a True. very brave moment. So fuck. Yeah. You go, Bamboo.
1: Also, because he definitely knows that Mercury is Amy because,
0: oh, yeah, you
1: know, you don't have to be you don't have to see the future to know that Amy is she Sailor doesn't Mercury doesn't wear
0: a mask. It would it would
1: be
2: kind of fun. I mean, I. It would be really fun if the reason he could tell that she was Sailor Mercury is just like, oh well, I'm of general competence, and this is (laughs) is like super obvious. His super abilities. He doesn't have face blindness, like. (laughs) Uh, There's a there's a moment that I I liked that we passed, but that's okay. I'm gonna take us right back, like dragging us back into the past. Uh, There. They, uh, Greg. Greg gets hurt, and mm-hmm. there's a moment where Serena's like, "Sailor Mercury, you go make sure Greg's okay." And she doesn't like make any faces, but you know inside, Serena's like, "Yeah," and then go, go play doctor. And she's like, <laughs> in, it, like in the middle of the fighting, she's still like trying to match make. She's, she's trying like, to like yeah, horn in is. on her
1: friends for each, for each other. Fuck yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, which I totally I totally love. And they didn't make a meal of it. And maybe I'm just reading into it, but it definitely seemed really opportune. No, that's She's totally like,
0: it. Like Serena take is care the ultimate wingman. Like she is <laughs> the wingman to end all wingmans. Like she all she literally wants is for all of her friends to have cute partners that they get to smooch because love is the best thing in the whole wide world. Yeah. Which is why Sailor Moon is the fucking best.
1: I think of that <laughs> moment from Parks and Rec where it's like, are you hitting on Ben for me? <laughs>
3: yeah, right. <laughs> great Right. Right.
1: Yeah, that's totally a Serena move. Uh, so let's see. She tries moon healing activation. It doesn't work this time because he's, he's too powerful.
3: Oh, they got to wear him mighty. down.
1: Yeah, the they got to start attacking him. <laughs> the mighty bamboo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm old Greg. Uh, and then <laughs> that Mars and Jupiter show up in the nick of time, and they blast that fucker with fire and lightning. Mm-hmm. And then pretty it, much getting the
1: job done.
2: Yeah. But then Amy follows up with mercury bubbles like, you know, normally we've talked about like you can't follow up with mercury bubbles because it's really unimpressive. It
3: really is. But she, yeah. but
2: she does. And it just kind of turns everything around sort of blue. And there's a pause. And then she goes, he's weakened now.
3: You can do it. It's <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah. like,
1: OK, sure. Yeah, yeah you, got- you
0: did great. Ooh, Amy. Go- oh, good job. Good you got well, him. you got
1: that final blow. <laughs> you
0: got him. Wow. He fell down. It was the, in the pastels. it
1: was the bubbles that done it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but
0: yeah,
1: they,
2: they save him, of course, because of course they do. Greg wakes up. So, he, he...
1: A fun moment really quick is that when Serena goes to throw her tiara, mm-hmm. instead of cutting him in half, the tiara lands on the monster. Which is so cute. And he wears the tiara for a minute. <laughs> kind of a fun little moment. Yeah.
2: Uh, and,
1: and, that's, and yeah, that's when he turns back.
2: Yeah, it sort of electrocutes him down to human form. Yeah. Uh, oh man. So, I mean, this this wraps up real fast, I guess. But the the deal, of course, is that you know just as quickly as Greg showed up in town, he now has to leave town. His his dad is uh, his dad's job is making him move again. And I believe a, you know, actually, now that I think of it, I believe he's always been here. He's just in Amy's class. Maybe. Um, yeah, there's there's a line somewhere along there' that's, that's like, oh, yeah, isn't he in your class, Amy? Mm. Which I guess could mean he's still new, but I think we just had not met him. hmm. Yeah, it's kind of nebulous, but he's but yeah, he does and... leave. He does leave like he split. Right. Yeah. And
3: gotta there's a
2: out. my there's a real sick burn of the week, if you will, uh, where he's like, oh, I guess I should give this picture back to you. And she he gives Amy mm-hmm. the, the, <laughs> the burger picture. And Serena's, Serena's like, oh, no. And Amy gives him a much nicer picture of her in, in return. Which and she's is like, so and
3: chill. It, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And she says, oh, and in this one, I don't have my mouth wide open like Serena. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, sick. That is our sick burn of the week. <laughs> she's like, no, I don't always have my mouth open. <laughs> what a great underhanded burn.
3: <laughs> I love that
0: Amy Just, is capable of that. yeah
2: she
1: just and that they're such good friends
0: yeah totally she doesn't even have to like pause it's just like oh no i know what to do
2: Mm -hmm. and then she watches greg's train leave complete with like a cute shoujo anime bubble background
0: oh it was so nice Mm
1: -hmm. oh then we have the sailor says which is just kind of a sort of an an anemic take school seriously please we just had a character cheat on a test please don't do but
0: that because you, you can't see the future chill. you you little mortal idiot you can't you can't see the future so don't try you're it. not a
1: crystal monster you're not a
2: swiss army crocodile
1: you're
0: not bamboo what, <laughs> what the fuck do you think you are do your fucking homework
2: your hands can't turn into scissors they just hold lollies <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well that's time to end to sailor moon discussion
1: Hey, Allison.
0: Hey, Austin.
1: Uh, Do you want to tell us about the really exciting new sort of uh, event that's coming up? That's going to be like outdoors like expo halls and this big like sort of promoted event that people are going to be coming up and doing. And that event that's called, of course, the Doritos Judicial Experience.
0: I would love to talk about the Doritos Judicial Experience. So you may be wondering to yourself, Um, Hey, the whole legal process, how does that work? Well, I've got great news. There's a really new, easy to learn, uh, process, um, that you sign up for. It's kind of like, uh, it's, it's kind of like a, like a field day, like, like with three legged races and stuff, but it teaches you about how, um, how the judicial system works. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you start off, um, by doing, um, a sack race, um, but that, but the sack race—it's like you're, it's like you've committed a crime, and so you're trying to, you're trying to hop, hop, hop away from the law, but the law catches up with you in the end. So when you trip over the end, uh, there's a pit of Doritos at the end. It's all sponsored by Doritos, naturally. Oh yeah. Um, Liv Moss, that's Taco. Bell. <laughs> but. So, uh, so uh, the first thing's the sack race, um, and then after the sack race, um, you meet your attorney, um, your attorney who is a, um, dressed up in a, a Doritos mascot, and they'll what, represent you. what is you. that Dorito? What is that? Oh, is that mascot? yeah, it's, uh, it's Jacked with an apostrophe and a D, that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> and Jacked uh, uh, will we'll lead you through what your rights are, um, and then you have to be, uh, your, your legs are tied together, and then you have to hobble to the other end of the field uh towards towards the courtroom. Uh but this isn't a normal courtroom. Uh it's a swimming pool. That's just fucking filled with, with dust from Doritos.
1: Um <laughs> sounds like a real like breathing hazard. Yeah,
0: and, and so <laughs> and so at this point, um, there's another group of people um who have been going through different field day events uh for the Doritos Whoa. experience. Um
2: asymmetrical. And,
0: yeah, and so they are going to they've been uh cho- chosen for jury duty. Um and so they're going to be there. Two, and so now it's a team sport like it's you against against the courtroom um and uh and and your case and your case goes through but it's not like a case going through everybody jumps into the dorito pool and it's it's uh it's now a a, a relay uh a melee so it's so it's um you have to you have to go do a butterfly down and then you have to do a breaststroke (laughs) back um and then you have to oh and then you have to do the backstroke and then you freestyle um and that's Yeah. Now then, to be
2: clear, what? If freestyle swim or freestyle rap?
0: Um, it's it's swimming. It's swimming. There's no rapping. There's no rapping in the Doritos experience. Um, but if you and Jacked uh, make it to the end, and if you beat if you beat the rest of the jury, then uh, your prize is a year's worth of Doritos. So that's wow. the that's wow. a that Doritos a judicial course. experience. Now
1: Allison is being modest, but she, she she did do narrative design for this experience. <laughs>
0: I sure did. I designed a really great game experience.
2: Yeah, yes. you did. That sounds incredible. I sure
0: did. Thank
2: I you. I want to sign up for the Doritos Jury Duty experience.
0: Um, I really want to meet Jacked and get him to sign. <laughs> get him to <laughs> sign too. something.
2: Well, we've been we've been skipping and 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 wandering down that candy road. All of the four of us hand in hand, and uh, what's this we spy up the side of the road? Oh, it's it's uh, it's an old man with a robot face. Is that is that is that stargazer? Old uh, man stargazer with a crusty old caramel apple.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, don't drag him into this.
2: <laughs> well, we do it all. Little kids should do, and we go say hello to that. And we old take man. candy from a stranger. <laughs> so this is this is Silverhawks. Uh, episode. 13 it's called the milk run uh and I'm going to give you a synopsis and uh re- real quick before we start this is not about the silver hawks running out of milk and going to the store
0: very <laughs> no, very misleading not. I will add I
1: don't think it's really even about is there a milk, milk run
2: in a
0: metaphor? Yeah, it's
2: not <laughs> No a milk run, a milk run is like p- pilot slang for a super. It's run almost like this, t- this episode was so devoid of any meaningful content that the title couldn't possibly match what we saw in any meaningful way.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Almost so spoiler like that's what alert, this one was kind of a stinker. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. I was
0: actually really concerned that I missed something. And so I went online to the Silverhawks Wiki, which is a thing. Yeah. And it then is. I learned that the Silverhawks Wiki is a thing. And yeah. I learned nothing learn else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, the Silverhawks
2: wiki, it, it reads very like uh, one man's sort of endeavor that they really hoped someone else would join and help them fill with content. Yeah. And then they lost all steam and forgot it was there. Which
0: I respect. I've, I mean, I've, I've definitely oh, done God. stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've done
2: my fair share of starting a wiki. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so in this episode, Monstar battles to get Melodia back as she's being transported to the penal planet by the Silverhawks. Uh, What this synopsis fails to include is this magical pinball gun that seems to fulfill hopes and dreams. But uh, we'll get there. So, yeah, so the, the whole deal is that Melodia has been captured by the Silverhawks, and they're trying to put her in jail. And, of course, they live, like, next door to Monstar, to Monstar. So, like, there's never any uninterrupted plan. He's always there to fuck it up.
1: He's always there, and he always has a direct feed to their communication. Like, dog, guys, silver hawks, change your frequency.
0: It's the future. (laughs) You should be more concerned about security. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Change your radio frequency. If Monstar can just be like... Turn it to the Silverhawks channel. again. <laughs> See
0: like,
1: what they're up
2: to.
0: Monster is that guy in group chat that like no one knows who invited him, but he's still there and you can't talk about certain things because you know he's in the room.
2: He's going to chime in. He's just yeah, he going to chime in. He didn't in. say anything, but it says that he's seen the messages. Oh, it's yeah, And awful. then he'll jump in with a sticker later. And that's <sighs> it.
3: Good. <laughs>
2: um, So... Okay, I don't want to. Well, there's so little to talk about in this episode. Let's talk about the things that are fun. Yeah. Uh, hardware, hardware
3: has
2: yeah. invi- invented a, a machine, and I want you guys to tell me about it. What's a pinball gun? How, <laughs>
0: yeah, how do lasers gun. work? Does anyone know how a laser works?
1: Does anyone know how space works?
2: No, no. I do not know how pinball,
1: pinball works. works. But Soda I sort
0: ball. of know how pinball works, so I liked it. Right. It's
2: so. Oh my god, yeah. it's like com- combine the powers of confusing space, strange magic lasers and convenient tubes and you get this episode.
1: Also, how does music work? Because <laughs> we're going to see right. some of that too.
2: So, this gun that hardware has created shoots like laser balls, but sometimes it's laser beams. It, I don't know. He seems to have some sort of extreme control over it, but it bounces. Like the the deal is that it bounces off of stuff. But I don't know how it decides what to bounce off of and what to hurt.
1: It's extraordinarily
0: but it does unreliable as a weapon.
1: And you can just turn it from low power to high power.
2: And that yeah, right. really gets Monstar going. Oh, man. I think, I don't know. I think Monstar keeps hardware around just because the way hardware describes the machines he makes to him just really gets him going. Yeah. Like, whether or not they work. I think he just likes having the hope, like that moment of, like, ooh, a new toy. I think he yeah. just loves that hardware brings that to the team. Like, he's mm-hmm. constantly got a new toy from Unstar to get really stoked on. Yeah.
1: yeah. So he fires, he does a test shot. He opens up a hatch with the, the deep space ejector.
3: <laughs>
1: and they eject their powerful beam out, out from the
2: planet. I do kind of dig the deep space ejector. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I dig that we got to see that animation four times.
2: Oh, yeah, God. it's it's ridiculous. What does it do? It's like a it's a a of all. How do you aim this? You don't. You just he's just shooting it into a tube. The tube spins he around it into all like over It's like a Bank place.
1: of America pneumatic tube. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and and it and it ricochets with this sort of like uh, unbelievable plot power as it bounces around the universe and somehow hits the Silverhawks. Oh. Right. Uh, <laughs>
1: so fucking true. And that's what they just so haven't mad. had before. Yeah, yeah, they've had missiles that can blow up Earth. Uh, they've had, like, you know, some really incredible weapons. But no, it's the bouncy gun. That's yeah, the
0: yeah that's it. That's what's going to do us in, guys. Well, and like the bouncy because... gun
2: has a variable
1: knob.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and every time it bounces off of something, it makes a pinball noise. Like a clang, 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 clang. And I think that just teases. and makes him happy, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think they were trying to sell the Silverhawks pinball machine at the time.
0: <laughs> nice. I really A hope it exists somewhere. I would love to play that. Uh,
2: so, what are the Hawks doing during this time? Uh, Not much. Uh, so, they have captured Melodia. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the first thing we see is them kind of parading her around Hawk Haven. It's kind of throwing uh, her, Jonathan... her around.
0: Like, yeah, oh, but she was it, brutally electrocuted her... at one point.
2: Yeah, she's—he's throwing her around, but she's also just like they're not in handcuffs or anything. They're just kind right. of holding, they their linked arms. And he's <laughs> yeah. put
1: her in, a, and in there's her, a, her own car.
2: And yes. there's a couple scenes where it seems like she's kind of not hating what's happening. <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> yeah, because they put her in her own car. Yeah. I
2: can't believe, oh yeah.
1: handcuffs.
2: But just I meant like, before that, she's like, oh, you don't throw me around you brute. Like what she means is I'm really digging. What's up? <laughs> digging <there." laughs> huh. Yeah, I think Steelheart. I like, hate the way you just... pick me up and throw me around like a doll. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. It's, I hate it, it
3: was... this so much. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having any fun at all. I know. Oh. Oh. my
2: God. <laughs> oh my God. It's, it's so funny. I mean, you're right. Steelheart does pick her up like she weighs as much as a doll and just chucks <laughs> her into her car.
0: throws her in the car. And then, oh like, God. she's electrocuted for, like, a solid seven seconds and then passes out.
2: It's real good. They'll have a good uh,
1: laugh about it,
2: which is, <laughs> is so weird. But as they're taking her away, they've got like this little tether line from their ship to her ship. And lo and behold, magic pinball gun bounces off a nearby planet and hits the incredibly thin tether line and breaks her car. A yeah, uh, made theirs. of electricity tether line. They're not even real electric. They're not even. And yeah, then then begins... How many minutes did you say this was, Rory, of just space um, bullshit? I had, I didn't count when it started. We're at eight minutes out of... we have got 14 minutes of show left right now on my counter, and we've been doing space baloney for two or three minutes, so... Yeah. Uh, okay. We got an unprecedented amount of, of absolute just space nonsense happening for the yeah. rest of the episode.
1: Um, so, obviously, if you're not watching this, which you shouldn't, uh, basically... <laughs> They just have a musical beam fight once Melody you gets know, free. There's you know, some
2: flying around.
1: That kind of wraps
2: yeah. them up in laser ledger lines. Right. They get all trapped.
0: Usually I try not to hate on a show because the logic... Of it doesn't make sense. Like, sure. I, I'm very, I'm a very firm Ooh. believer that you should always give uh-huh. a show a chance. Like, you should, you know, take a story at its face value, and if you see something that's hideously wrong, like just kind of go with it and see where it takes you.
1: Yeah, we should get better at that.
0: It took me to space below me land, and it's <laughs> and it's not fun there. Like, I, I no. love good space nonsense, but this was extraordinarily boring space nonsense. It's full
2: blown boring nonsense. Yeah, the thing about Silverax is in it previously. We've still gotten, you know, about 10 minutes, you know. That's an episode of Adventure Time or whatever it is. You know, you can kind of hang your hat on that. But this one was, was like, it was less show than nonsense. Yeah. And yeah, it's sort of unforgivable. Yeah.
1: Yeah, especially because they still have not defined how space works in this show. <laughs> and so there's really no stakes because they can fall, but it's also space. Right. So we don't really, it's like, it's hard to say who's actually in danger at any given moment, right? You know, you can't really physicalize
2: well, and because who's in danger changes every like 2 or 3 seconds. Yeah. Like something'll happen and then the the shift it'll shift and then suddenly someone else has the upper hand and then we'll cut to some other scene entirely before we come back later and then they're chasing each other in ships and it's like I don't I don't know how to follow this. Right. Um there is there's a couple fun little bits, right? So uh, punctuating all of this nonsense, hardware is repeatedly firing that gun through the tube, and uh-huh. somehow it repeatedly hits different places every time, even though they don't aim the tube. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. it would be cool if you could see them, kind of like you know, at least pretend that it, you could maneuver it. Yeah, like setting that... targets on the knob yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. But no, no, I will no, watch the all.
0: same thing four times. <laughs>
2: Clearly. Yeah. And then at some point, there's a satellite dish that becomes part of this problem.
1: Yeah, they hit the antenna, and then they hit the base, and it gets all too electric. The the satellite dish almost becomes
2: a plot device, right? So it almost is like they cut the comms, and oh, no one's going to be able to call Stargazer. He's not going to be able to call for help. But... Later, they all reconnect. All the hawks, you know, find each other and they're like, let's call Stargazer. And the call just comes through just fine. So I don't know what that fucking satellite dish did.
1: No, you know, no, no, no I don't understand. Yeah.
2: thing. Yeah. Nothing at all. So not even their own like set up plots two minutes before follow up into any sort of real consequence. Um, and there we go.
0: So I, I have a question yeah. related what? to a line about a minute from the ending. Because <laughs> I'm just going gonna- to. It- I'm just gonna skip it- a little bit. Yes, it, <laughs> yes, it's that. How, how, how old? How old are these people?
2: Well, Stargazer's three hundred. Yeah.
0: What's uh, he's at
2: least three hundred. What's
0: up with that?
2: Well, he's partly metal. Don't forget, he's partly, partly
0: metal. And partly real, meaning yeah. that he ages. So how is how, that's only partly? <laughs> like, what partly if that metal, was your eternity? Real, you know,
2: partly aging.
0: Like, what if that was your forever, being trapped out there with the world's most boring cyborgs? Fighting a dude who lives next door. Like, that sucks. Yes.
2: Yeah. He lives I mean, a very sad existence. Yeah. I mean, it's no wonder he's, like, living out some strange uh, Chicago private detective fantasy in his kitschy little office. Yeah.
1: I mean, he does. <laughs> yeah, but to. where's that, like, Data holodeck episode where he just does, like, a <laughs> Chicago detective <laughs> thing? You know, like, I, ostensibly, they're the mob. Yeah. You know, I mean, and there's yeah. some kind yeah. of, like, detective mob thing but it's not really themed that way it's not they don't really do any sort of thematic elements of that other than just by name no. right it'd be, fun, it'd be fun to be fun to see more up. of that right and then not really do much on it uh, that feels like a real missed opportunity
2: yeah hundred uh, <laughs> percent like
1: if they were silver hawks were all like gumshoes if they were like pol- more like police
2: that would be fun. Man, that'd be a lot more fun. I <laughs> had to like try him for, ta- try Monstar for tax evasion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to watch that. That sounds way more interesting.
2: <laughs> it's like the Harvey Birdman version of this show.
0: Yes.
1: Right. Um, let's see. Just a few more things from the episode. Uh, yeah. There was a reference to the
2: Warriors. That was
1: Silverhawks come out and play.
2: Yes, there was. <laughs> yep. We had uh,
1: Stargazer as a bike now.
2: Oh, it's like super
1: with weird wheels. Yes. Yeah. With wheels, uh. which he didn't he didn't have in the episode before where he had to sp- specifically borrow the Copper Kids bike.
3: Yes, he, he did. Uh. Now he's
1: always had a bike.
3: Because
2: uh. <laughs> <laughs> the Copper Kid yes. also has like a Formula One racer right. with wheels. Uh. He
1: just pulls out this bike that so that he can get a toy because <laughs> they needed to design a new toy for for a stargazer, also I guess we're calling bluegrass rawhide now.
0: I uh, that was my <laughs> other question. What's his name? I I remember asking this the first time that I I I reviewed uh, Silverhawks on your guys' show, and I still don't. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Sometimes I get a little overboard with his nicknames. Ugh. uh I I have to say there was one moment in this episode where they embraced the ridiculousness, and I hundred percent full on loved it. I laughed out loud. Uh, the way that they actually overcome this ridiculous pinball gun is that Hardware t- finally takes a shot at the Steel Twins, and due to their massive sports prowess, it allows them to like fucking hacky sack juggle this yeah laser ball yeah yeah back and forth until they're able to like kick it back at Hardware and blow them up. Right, it was actually kind of a fun moment. It like was, I did not was. expect it. It was. It was. Like, as opposed to the rest of this, where I could almost like, you know, call out the moments as they as they come by. I did sure. not expect that moment.
3: No,
1: no, <laughs> I it... also didn't expect Windhammer to use lightning to pull them back home.
0: Right. <laughs> that was a
1: weird defiance of anything. <laughs> I, I will give this episode credit for one thing. Other than the hacky sack moment, I will give this credit, <laughs> this episode credit for two things. And that second thing is that we didn't get a Monstar transformation, I don't think.
2: Mm. You're right, ah, Touche. You are and right. And I
1: think this is the first episode that I've seen that does not give us a weird contract-demanded Monstar transformation because it didn't need it, certainly didn't need it in the episode. Nope. And we didn't get one. And that was actually, like, I was. I had to go back and double-check because that has not happened before.
2: Yeah, ironically, this is the episode they couldn't find time to squeeze it in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the rest of this is gold, so.
1: It really is. Uh, don't,
0: I don't kind of think. It's perfect. It still does
1: suggest some kind of growth for the show. A little sure. baby step of growth and not having to force that transformation. Because, God, there were episodes before where it was not necessary, and they still had to just throw it in there.
2: Like that casino episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. Silverhawks, episode
0: 13.
2: Shabam. There it do. Shabam. Hey, Rory. Well, yeah, there,
1: sweet boy. Please tell us about the brand new sponsor that you've brought to us. Uh, Please tell us about Upside Down Hats.
2: Right. So this week we're brought to you by our dear, dear friends over at Upside Down Hats. The people who make hats that are upside down. And you might wonder, like, well, hey, don't you think that's not really like stretching, you know, the imagination very much? It's just a hat that's upside down. But you know, uh, so so the thing about people, the people with upside down hats that they're so proud of, is that an upside down hat is actually a bowl. I mean, you've got a. <laughs> <laughs> so every so every upside down hat is is. <laughs> Chemically treated for bisques and soups up to 120 <laughs> degrees.
3: I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm
2: sorry.
3: Uh, oh
2: no. So you're walking you're walking around in your quaint in your quaint little hobo hat and you walk into a little soup stop and you're like, Well, how do you do, sir? And they're like, none of you scamps. Take a hike. Get back, on, get back on whatever train you, whatever rails you rode to get here, and you say, pardon me, sir, but maybe just one dollop of soup into this hat, into this upturned <laughs> hat,
0: this upside-down hat.
2: <laughs> so, uh, go check them out. They've got stores all across America. Great. Right. Uh, pick yourself up uh, an upside-down hat. Thanks, Rory. Thank you. Hey, did you hey, did you friends to
0: the boys and girls, hey,
1: Oh boy, this lolly is making me sleepy. You know what? <laughs> wake me up again. <laughs> is uh, is is just having fun with Digimon, and so we're gonna Good check segue. out Digimon episode twenty six. Uh, I'm doing working with what I got. Yep. Uh, and episode twenty six, it's called Sora's Crest of Love, and the synopsis is as follows. Sora tells the group about the meanings of their crests and how Demi Devimon said her crest would never glow.
0: It's what, kind of a downer. What a dick!
3: Damn. Yeah,
1: full-blown toilet monster. This was uh, this was an interesting episode. Yeah, it's you know kind of a finale of an arc, uh, but also not not huge in any way. You know, we didn't see a ton of. Major stuff we get a new Digivolve, we get yeah, we'll, we'll see where it goes yeah. from here. It's kind of
3: a connected, it's it, it sort, it sort of led.
2: It's because Edamon's thing wasn't a whole full 13 episodes, this is sort of like a halfway down the hill, sort of where it, it, it feels like completing the whole Crest and Tag thing, but they've got other stuff going on that's sort of where it's still in the very middle of or start of, mm-hmm. yeah. But we
1: finally get kind of an answer to Sora's mysterious secret Sora persona we've been seeing in the last five episodes or so. Yeah. Something like Mm -hmm. that. And I got to say, it's kind of a letdown for
2: me. It was a little, a little bit hacky.
1: So yeah. Yeah. So for the last couple episodes, we see Sora operating from the shadows and not talking to her friends and doing a few mysterious things and generally helping marginally Mm -hmm. at times.
2: Yeah, but she never like shows herself to anybody and uh always just disappears. We were wondering whether or not she was even really there, if she'd gotten some sort of spooky powers oh, trapped yeah. in like a alternate something. I don't know. J- just because it was framed strangely, right? Uh, like she was yeah, it, right. it, and and now to just find out that, you know, I guess episode spoilers whatever. She needed some time alone. She yeah, she just wanted in to be self-doubt
0: alone. Self-doubt is where she was trapped.
2: <laughs> I mean, that was I did kind of dig that because sure. one thing that has been uh, a hard a hard nut to swallow was um, was uh, <laughs> as opposed to the phrase net. That, was,
3: that people use <laughs> I, I,
2: tough nut to crack is, and that was an honest mistake. I wasn't trying to be a, I wasn't trying to be a gross man. <laughs> um, it, was it was sort of unbelievable walnuts. the way everybody <laughs> split up at the beginning. And right. uh, especially Sora leaving kind of abruptly. Uh, but I did kind of believe she decided she needed a little time. Uh, mm-hmm. I think she would have told people, but um, I, b- I believed that she left. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah but apparently she talked to Demi Devamon and had just been so thrown off by his tricks.
3: Yeah. That She thought she, she...
1: was a
0: sociopath. She thought she was incapable of love. Yeah, and that's, that was, that's So crazy. That
2: was kind of cut out of this one before, but didn't she have – that was her – that was her trauma with Beomont early. Right. Was it like they didn't feel like they were clicking the way everybody else was? Yeah. Yes.
3: Mm-hmm. So true. it was,
2: it was precedented a little bit. Sure. Yeah. What we see on screen.
1: Right. You get a flashback of Sora's like
2: time with her mom. Yeah. She like, she, she, she gets, she's playing a lot of, what is it? It's football Youth soccer, soccer, right? soccer, yeah. soccer, soccer. And she gets hurt, she, like she, you know, hurts her leg or her arm or something. And her mom is basically like, I wish you wouldn't play soccer. Don't play soccer. Come work they at won't, the, will you know, She won't let Sora go to regionals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. Uh-huh. And she runs a flower shop and she's like, you're going to have, you're going to take part in the family business and you're going to come work at the flower shop. And she's like, no, you don't, you don't know me. You
0: Why are you so mean? Me. Yeah. She's
1: also like, stop talking so loud. You're hurting the flowers.
0: Oh, yeah, I like that line. That is harsh. (laughs) The flowers are very sensitive.
2: Yeah, Yeah, and uh, it's it's odd. I mean, it's funny because it's kind of on point for preteens and overreacting. Uh, You know, she has like a whole you don't know me moment. Sure. uh, Mm -hmm. And she gets real upset at her mom. But to sort of carry that for this long and think her mom doesn't love her. Yeah. Like –
0: but I don't know. I, I love that frustration, though. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I kind of get that. Like when you sure. develop those great big feelings, it very rarely comes from like a huge event. It's usually just like one small thing that happens. And to have that little seed of doubt planted means that it's really yeah. hard to get rid of that. Right. I yeah. found you her very believable.
2: Exas- this one yeah. was a, this one. This one was a misty eyed weeper for me. She got she sort of got to me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who got yeah. to me was TK. Oh, yeah. that too. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, like, is a virtuoso on my heartstrings. Totally. He knows where to go. Yeah. Um, let's, let's catch up to this moment. Yeah. With just sure. some plot stuff. Yeah. So briefly, I guess, uh, they find Sora. Like, they get attacked by a Flymon. That's uh, a new Digimon that shows up. And then Izzy looks it up on his new Pokedex and learns that it's a bee Drill. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's you know it's a big bee it's shooting stingers at him and it chases them but then Berdramon shows up and so you know then of course they're like oh shit Sora must be nearby and they find her.
1: Also before that we got our first full view of Myotismon. Such an mm. edge
0: lord, isn't he terrible? <laughs> yeah.
1: Also Super gotta edgy. say this might be a controversial statement. Hottest Digimon.
0: Yes, so far. absolutely. Are hunk- there are also, there are hunky you say, Digimon. Did you,
2: these 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 translators must have fucking lost their absolute pants bananas when they saw Myotis mon covering his mouth to talk and they're just like yes
3: <laughs> <laughs> finally
2: <laughs> now i can get in all my fan theories that yeah, i wanted to write was, into this show they put so much dialogue into that cell
3: <laughs> yes, they, It, it was <laughs> of intense. him just
2: standing there with his mouth covered uh demi Demimon mon is is you know sort of on his last leg he thinks that sora you know sora's st- sort of is still his last bastion like Hey, her crest hasn't activated yet. I'm still doing something right. And at some point, Demi Devimon says something like, Man, how did I get stuck working for this guy? And all these bats. I hate bats. But like, he's a bat. bat. He's also a
1: bat. Yeah. He is and a that's, bat.
2: that's only in the dub. He does not say that in the original version. It's like the dub people either thought it would be funny or forgot he was a bat. This is their open mic night, and they're just kind <laughs> of throwing
0: stuff <laughs> they're out. They're just trying out some new things. Yeah. You don't know what's uh, going to stick.
2: Yeah, I mean he says like, oh, forgive my mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. Remember disco? Like what who's that <laughs> joke for? <laughs> they're trying to get a job dubbing
1: for Pokemon. That's what they're doing. It's
0: still the Pokemon digs, man. Yeah. They're
1: trying to they're trying to get in. This is their application to oh, be God. a writer on
2: Pokemon. Yeah. Well, okay. So he they they run into Sora and she's sort of like Nervous to talk to them because she's worried that they're not going to like, I guess, understand or they're going to be mad or, or you know, she's been avoiding them. Um, and so that's when she starts telling them all about this flashback. Just believable, like I yeah, I think realistically, I'd be a little steamed if I was her friend and she just she just fucked off for ten episodes. Ty
1: doesn't help when he's like, no, why are women so emotional? Yeah, Ty can
0: eat an egg. That's yeah. Luckily, everyone else shuts him down pretty quick.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, Matt has a real fun moment where he's like. Ty's like, um, Matt, why? Why do girls gotta be like this? And and Matt's like, just let her cry. I, like she'll be okay. And right. then also, a- a- why are girls so emotional? Is the exact opposite of Sora's current issue. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's worried about her lack of emotion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: but
2: then then Agumon says, "Wow, Matt's a real grown up." And Gabumon says, "Now, yeah. now no, if he'd only cut his hair." I know, Gabu mom. Gabu mom wants him to wants him wants him to be like a fresh cut adult. Yeah, <laughs> I love Gabu, Gabu mom. The the Gabu mom. <laughs> uh, what a what a peach! What a little little cute! What a little candy boy! Yeah, <clears throat>
1: we, a Candy candy. Uh, we finally see the the demi dart that was cut out of another episode.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. and I think it was supposed to be I think it was cut out of the like uh the version that was aired on TV as well. I think Hulu has a strange collection of like D V D release footage and other footage, like I have it on my very legal copy as well, although that might be the Hulu. I yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm not sure. But I, I mean I read somewhere that they had cut that out as well for the, the version they broadcast. Uh, gotcha. But, but, but we do get to finally see that syringe.
1: Yeah, that hits BMI. Oh, yeah.
2: Super freaky.
1: Yeah, she gets all sleepy and she can't can't function. So when my shows up and everybody's throwing everything they got. Yeah, they really do. Yeah, grizzly wing.
2: Yes, it's, grizzly it's just wing power. It's just uh, bats. It's just bats. <laughs> so it's, bats. It sounds like he's saying grizzly wing, but he says
1: grizzly. Grizzly, wing.
0: Yes, but not like grizzly bear. Like it's grizzly. Like, ooh, flying
1: bears is the last thing we need.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh and I don't I don't want to skip the the TK lines, right? So he's like he's basically like saying he comes up to Sora, he sort of melts her heart a little bit, and he's like, "Don't go away, I like you, and you're around, I don't miss my mom so much." <sighs> and, yeah. <ugh. sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Turning my heart back on after all these years, uh, I was I was pretty into that. I, I I have to admit I liked it. That
1: was yeah, it's um, true. Yeah, I was kind of let down initially by the. Like reveal that it wasn't anything cool, just because kind of get excited for the possibility of the like so ghost really... time travel thing. But yeah, this was good.
3: But
0: the the moment of revelation is really cool, and I don't I don't want to yeah. skip over that because like as uh, Sora holding back Biomon, because Biomon wants to get in there, wants to fight, and she's saying like, no, I don't want you to go. You're just gonna hurt yourself. And Biomon repeats the same thing that Sora said earlier. Biomon's
2: at this point been stung by the. By the devil, there.
0: Right, right, and Bioman yells, "You don't understand me!" And Sora, like, what is so cool about this moment is that she uses empathy to understand why Bioman is saying that and connected to her own experience, which is something that is a fairly advanced, like, emotional move, Uh, and like (laughs) to be able to do that as like what a twelve-year-old is kind of amazing. Uh, so yeah, like she is very capable of love, but not in the like universal sense of like everyone deserves love in the very personal sense of, I understand who you are and where you're coming from. And that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And the
1: nuance of like caring for somebody, but not necessarily giving them everything they want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
2: just to be clear that, you know, she realizes that her mom wasn't just trying to keep her from doing the fun thing. She's worried that she was getting hurt too much doing soccer and she didn't want Sora to get hurt. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, that's she, so she realizes that in that moment, she's like, Oh man, I'm being just like my mom, but also my mom was just worried about me. Like it's really, it is a cool moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Also Garudamon rules like a whole lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we get, we get our next Digivolve, evolve. to Garudamon. No 3d again.
2: No. It's too bad. But that that voice for Garudamon is a little out of control. It's really bad. It's,
0: really bad. <laughs> it's just the same voice for Berdramon, but deeper.
2: It's like, Sarah, I couldn't feel your love.
0: <laughs> uh Hey,
1: Allison, what do you think about that great song that plays?
0: Oh, my gosh, I forgot about it. I love it so <laughs> Much it's such anime bullshit to have a totally tone-deaf song as like a victory lap at the very end of a (laughs) badass fight.
1: Right during a completely inappropriate yes. Hey Digimon,
0: hey Digimon. Like I remember having that stuck in my head as a child. I was very happy to hear it again.
3: Oh
1: god. Yeah, it's been consistently for the last four episodes playing at the
0: wrong time. I love it. I love it. I love it so much.
2: Uh so obvious, I mean, I imagine it's obvious to say they they kind of win the fight, right? Like everyone did in yeah. their mom digivolves and then finally we get Garuda Mon and they win enough that they can get away. But uh, there's this really freaky moment right at the end of the fight where Myotis Mon uses grizzly wing again. But like we see him in profile and the bats like come from him and it looks for all the world like he's arching his back and coming bats. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> just go look at it again. It's really freaky. Or or it's it's super strange. And, it's and I'm just sorry, like...
1: only Dracula has the power to come back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you just shoot forth from his pelvis and go at all the Digimon. And, uh, you know, so, the, you know, take that if as you will. Yeah. Uh, it definitely made me sort of stare at it for a second and stop taking notes. <laughs> uh, but they kind of get away, right? Yeah, and yep. and we have a little cute moment at the end, and then I have a big issue with this moment. So Ty is like, so here's how the dub dialogue goes, and he says, Yeah, oh, Please I felt tell something. tell me about this part. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. 100% ready to tell you. He says, I felt something. That must have been your love shining through.
3: <laughs> and then Joe says, yeah.
2: I felt something too. It made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and then. Yeah. Mimi comes up and says, you felt uncomfortable because these were in your pocket. And she puts a bunch of like acorns in his hand, which I looked it up. I think they're supposed to be some sort of strange kind of acorn. And then he's like, oh, those were in my pocket. And then they kind of laugh. And then we move on. And that's the end of that scene, which makes no sense for several reasons. None of of what just happened makes any sense. no. No. A, why would he think a bunch of acorns in his pocket were somehow relevant to this conversation? All right, so the first thing he does is tell us that he's just had his first boner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: exactly.
2: That's my second one, is that why would he have not known, like, if they're talking about, oh, I felt your love, and he's like, oh, yeah, and I I also felt your love, like, in my front pocket. Did he think he was getting the, <laughs> the world's strangest boner? And, was, and, the, 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 and, and the next question is, like, why is Mimi this, like, weird pocket invader? <laughs> like, <laughs> Exactly rooting around the in the people's pockets for nuts, and maybe that's the love he felt. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mimi Mimi, around in his pulling the nuts out of his pockets. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so the original dialogue it's so different. The original scene, Ty says, "Ah, I want some of Sora's love too," and Joe's like, whoa, "Whoa, what are you, what are you saying?" And then TK's like, Haha, "Joe, you're turning red." And Mimi comes over and says, "Joe Senpai, shall I give you some of my love?" And then gives him acorns and then he's like uh Mimi and then everyone laughs uh so it's a totally different like huh. thing but it's like Mimi, i guess Mimi making a joke like i'll give here's you some, some of my nuts. love here's some nuts yeah. it feels
0: it's like there's better. some cultural context here that we might be it's, missing
2: i i don't know that whole moment just made me really uncomfortable and about yeah.
0: <laughs> i think and both yeah. both versions are kind of bad
2: i agree yeah. Yeah. i agree i think we
0: can we can admit that
2: but I think <laughs> I think the Japanese version made a little bit more sense than yes. pocket nuts. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: You're just you're just had nuts.
0: Good old pocket oh, nuts. That wasn't
2: love you felt. It was me stealing the nuts from it your was pocket. Me.
0: pulling out your pocket
2: nuts. Fishing, fishing around, rooting around for pistachios.
0: Everyone knows that you keep nuts on you at all times. Huh, Joe? You silly So right? weird.
1: Yeah, well, then we have a big cliffhanger that Myotismon comes back and it's like, oh, no. And then that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Indeed. So, uh, Allison, I'd like to keep you along with us uh, for this next part. I would love to stay. Yeah, we've got a little bit of uh, some news here. Yeah? That might or might not be a surprise. No. For our listeners,
3: okay,
2: you know, those those longtime listeners we have who've who've been through it all with us.
1: Yeah, so we are going to officially say goodbye to Digimon and Silverhawks as of this episode.
2: Yeah, like so
1: two, two
0: our babies.
1: Yeah, from... we are in a first. We are canceling two
2: shows at once. In
1: yeah, the and
0: of the angels. <laughs> yeah,
2: way. we also we got. Sarah McLaughlin is a real good get.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, Sarah. Yeah. Here's, here's a thousand dollars for that. Uh,
2: yeah, we, I mean, uh, it's probably pretty clear why we're doing it. I mean, at some point we needed to get rid of Digimon, not because we weren't enjoying it necessarily, but because it's been with us since the very beginning and we want to get some fresh stuff in there, you know, feel like we're sort of in a rut with it or just that we're. We're looking for something new. So it, it, we kind of found a pace for what kind of tone of shows we kind of work well for the for the thing. And uh, having two animes made it kind of locked us out of a lot of choices. We're like, well, we're now we're kind of an anime show. Yeah, right. Uh, right. That's, and, you know, that's, I had to kind well, of always be cautious of it.
1: Yeah, it wasn't but our biggest impediment, but it was. Yeah, that was definitely one part of it. Yeah. Uh, we've just been doing a lot of Digimon and it's its skeleton sure. is really showing. The formula of it is really I think starting to take a toll.
2: Yeah. And and it doesn't have to I don't I don't know if this one is a is a cut necessarily, but a goodbye for now. Yeah. Yeah, it's you going know. on it's going on summer break. Yeah. Going on a, a nice summer break. Silverhawks though, I'm looking at you with some real side eye. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't. I don't know that I will ever go back to this show.
3: I
1: would like to see some episodes at the very end of its run. Same with Dinosaurs, just to see how, if over sixty episodes, they've
2: changed at all. Well, we've seen one deep cut out of out of uh, Dinosaurs, the okay. one where Bonehead's mom comes. There, was yeah. still like another like thirty
1: episodes after that. So that's true. I don't know. I think I think there might be some value in, in seeing some of these shows at the very tail end of their run. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's not really bringing us anything new. It's you a know, lot of space bullshit.
0: Yeah. Speaking of someone from the outside, the fact that you <laughs> made it so far into this show is frightening <laughs> and upsetting.
2: I think it speaks a lot to our our full on. It just speaks shit, to your character tolerance. Yes. Your
0: yeah. your tolerance yeah. for space baloney is so high <laughs>
1: We should be very patient sometimes. <laughs> maybe that's a maybe that's a flaw.
0: Patience, patience is a virtue, is a but when it comes to space, except, bologna, except, yeah.
1: yeah. You know, I like to think that there's some sort of state, like a new state, that comes from that much exposure, like some kind of. Awakening that comes from all of that. You endure that much and you you are reborn anew and you have something like that. I don't know.
0: It's dark enlightenment. This isn't normal. You know, like there are those guys
1: who watched Grown Ups 2 like 48 times or something. And you know, what where what do you get after the 30th watch of Grown Ups Two? I don't know, but all I know is 13 episodes is just enough
2: for Silverhawks.
0: <laughs> so I guess I have a natural question to follow it up with. What shows are you going to move on to next?
2: Oh boy. Oh boy. I guess we well, may uh, as well, we may as well, we may as well reveal we've, we've finally picked them both. Well, I yeah. want to keep that, uh, I want to, I want to keep that drum roll rolling a little longer. I want right. I want to let that, that, that I want I want to tease that out a second. Ooh, so okay. I have a, I have a, a little bit of Silverhawks postmortem content because I know that we're probably not oh, going to go okay, back. okay, okay, uh, yes. okay. And I, I, looked up, I looked up a whole bunch of extra stuff for what we're missing out on by not continuing through to episode 65. Oh, oh no. Oh, boy. Yeah, Phyllis. Are there spoilers? So, is
0: this a giant spoiler
2: alert? Giant spoiler alert. Oh, boy. Okay. So uh, I'm not going to keep you very long. This is just really quick, <laughs> a really quick uh, uh, whirlwind tour through the rest of Silverhawks. So we get four new Silverhawks over the course of this show. Yeah. Uh, completely oh. other new characters.
1: Not that they uh, use their other, their, like
2: the existing no, characters. No. So if you count Stargazer, you end with 10 Silverhawks. Uh, so Hotwing. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> like, like, you know, Buffalo style. Yeah, uh, I love
1: the Teriyaki Hotwing.
2: <laughs> Hotwing, <laughs> he looks like a black elf of some sort. His armor is gold, and apparently he's a magician.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: Uh, there's Flashback who's a time traveler Silverhawk from the future, and he's all green. Uh, there's Moonstriker, who's a sniper Ooh. with super a super sexy blonde hairdo and sassy eyebrows. Oh my gosh. Uh, and he's like a new model Silverhawk. Ooh. And then there's Condor, who's a retired Silverhawk uh-huh. who's turned private detective. And it's kind of like if your dad showed up and was like, I'm still hip. Uh, like, and no. he, he's an older model and his armor is poop brown. <laughs> and so, in the I'd final take it episode, back. I
1: immediately want to watch this show again.
2: <laughs> in the final episode, which is called Air Show, all of the Silverhawks show up. I think it may be the only one where all ten are in it, uh, and that looks like a mess. Uh, <laughs> the other thing that happens: everyone gets birds. I know I mentioned this before, but like we have Tallyhawk, but they build birds for all of the main heroes. And every one of those four heroes that gets introduced, they also have a bird. So Everyone like, in the audience is getting a bird.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it doesn't even stop there because like three or four of the members of the mob get birds too. Jesus. Like birds for bad guys. Pokerface doesn't get a bird. I was really sad about
1: uh, that. See, that's okay. Uh, I, was gonna, I was definitely going to come back if, if that happened.
2: <laughs> but molecular gets a bird. So point, point Rory. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, and then here's just a few a few uh, things that happen in episodes that I I thought were noteworthy. Uh, there's an episode where they race versus the mob like around the galaxy, you know, like a pod race style episode. Uh, there's an episode where Yes Man gets transformed into a giant tough guy, and it's called No More Mr. Nice Guy. Oh
3: wow. God. <laughs> uh, one his of name them is
2: No Dude.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no Dude. Uh, they remake Sky Shadow, but this time he's really big, and they use it to literally tow the entire penal planet to Brimstar so that they can do a jailbreak but not have to leave home. Uh
3: and the my Sky shadow.
2: <laughs> Sky Shadow is a space dragon they transformed into a crab. Wow. <laughs> wow. Robot crab.
3: Wow. Yeah.
2: Robot bat crab.
0: Oh wow, uh, okay.
2: There's an episode where like some weird mind polarizing thing happens and all the Silverhawks turn evil and all the mob turns good for some reason. Uh, And my favorite one that I saw is that there's an episode where Munstar decides to go to Earth Chicago and take over the Earth mob. Wow.
1: Fuck man.
2: So there's a lot of weird shit. It's clear they ran out of ideas early and they just started having to pull from the bucket. Like, but it's, it's nuts. Like, we watched a bunch of nut stuff, but hey, now, goodbye, Silverhawks. Now,
1: look, listeners, I know this might sound tempting, uh, and I'm also <laughs> talking myself out of this here. Like, I know some of those sounded great, and you want to hear us, like, talk about those, oh. but you do not want us to have to get there. You know, what's the cost? What is the cost of I getting all the like way up to, to, to all of those episodes? What, what part of you are willing to sacrifice to get there? It's not enough.
2: So, oh,
1: no. so please I'm,
0: listen. I'm proud of you boys for taking care of yourselves.
2: Thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you,
1: Allison.
2: Uh, it's all care is uh, important. Yep. Silverhawks was becoming, uh, you know, toxic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't
1: like ourselves after we
2: were. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rory, why don't you tell sir? us what we're, what we're replacing these shows with? Well, the first show, the first show to come into our regular lineup is. Wild West Cowboys of Moo Mesa.
0: Oh yes. my gosh!
2: <laughs> Holy yes.
0: shit! Out, yes. On our cowboy
2: episode, we fell we fell deeply in love with those cowpoke, <laughs> and want to see what they're getting up to. Yeah,
1: yeah. We're gonna start from episode one. We're gonna we'll skip over the episode we did for yeah. the Westworld special, but we will keep that train rolling.
2: Oh wow! Yeah. The next a, the next really show. Fan. As a show, I hope you have heard of Allison, but you, it's it was pretty small. So we'll see, we'll find out. We're bringing in a thirteen-episode show called Cybersex. <gasps> ah, really? A fan yes. in the house. We're gonna watch Cybersex.
0: Ah! I'm really yeah. happy <laughs> for you guys.
2: Yeah, we're really excited. It's a it's sort of a departure uh, for it our is. show a little bit. Uh, just in terms of it's not overtly wacky out of the out the gate. But it is small enough that we feel like we could actually start and finish a whole thing. You yeah. Know? So it's yeah. only 13 episodes. Uh, I'm really excited to dive into it. It's a little bit more in line with sort of like a... It has a it has a tone that's closer to like a Batman the Animated Series it does. than anything yeah. else. Um, so a little bit more of a serious show. It's got some goofy in it. And I'm sure we're, we're going to have a lot of weird stuff to talk about because of uh, it's more Canadian production. So... We've mm-hmm. gone from being the anime show to being the, the Canada cartoon show. Canada cartoon show. I like that. Uh, but yeah, I'm super excited for Cyber Six.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. I, I enjoyed yeah. that show a lot when I was a kid, but I remember virtually nothing about it now. Except that yes. they had a lot of cool hair. And the original oh, like yes. comic yeah. was Argentinian, wasn't it, or something? like
2: Yes, that? it mm-hmm. was. Yeah, nice. Yes, it
3: was. Cool. Yeah, you guys are going
2: And we're keeping Sailor Moon. We didn't, we didn't have Sailor Moon. We were going to that, gonna keep weird. Sailor Moon. Good because I, I would fight you. I would fight <laughs> you if you got rid of Sailor Moon. <laughs> no, we now, 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 now we just have to watch Sailor Moon. It's no longer like an optional podcast yeah. that we do for fun. I will fly to Taiwan <laughs> and Allison's I will fight bullying you. us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Allison <laughs> harangues us into a room every week and have makes us watch. three the show episodes of the
0: power of love. <laughs> <laughs> and I will just beat you up and it'll be great.
2: Yeah.
1: That
0: seems
2: on brand.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. I had
1: a lot of fun this episode. Me too.
0: I had a lot of fun too. Thank you for having me. Always.
1: Always. Absolutely.
2: It's a treat.
0: I love you, friend. So have
1: you have you
2: back as much as possible.
0: Please. Yes.
1: So let's not do Rory the dignity of bringing the theme back to close out the episode. Let's just kind of like end it. And talk
2: about that as little <laughs> as possible. Wow. Oh, sorry, I couldn't hear you with that lolly in my mouth. I, I God, had cotton no. candy in my ears. I got out of a sweet, come out of a sweet <laughs> mouth. Can, can I have a lick of yours, Rory? <laughs> you can have a. You can have as many licks as you need.
0: God, I mean, hey, baby, <laughs> I hear the blues are calling. <laughs> It'd bring Frasier back. Hey,
1: here's Fraser. <laughs> it was Fraser all along. Um, <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for our guest, Allison Lewis. Thank uh, you. We're Saturday morning Tuesdays. Uh, as always, our sign-out phrase—the thing we say every time, what we say every time—the thing that we always say, in fact, is uh, "green screen fever."
2: <laughs> I've got that green screen fever.
3: fever. Good night.
1: Hey there, Candy fans. You better, better put down those lollipops and give a listen here because you can find out more about our show at sadmtuesdays.com. You can also go find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And, you know, look us up on iTunes. Give us a subscribe. Just Just get on board with our wonderful business. Today we want to thank our sponsors, Upside Down Hats and the Doritos Judicial Experience. And hey, you know what? Next week is going to be very exciting. Uh, We are going to be having our special guest, Danny Jansen, on board, and we're going to be looking at the first episode of Moon Mesa and the first episode of Cyber 6. No Sailor Moon, just those first two. So be sure to, uh, if you want to, watch along and then listen to see what we got to say. Thanks, gang.